Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast may contain some strong language and adult themes. If you've got young children around, maybe save it until they've gone to bed. If you really don't like bad words, this pod probably isn't for you. Welcome to the Making Up the Numbers podcast. The Making of the Numbers podcast is sponsored by Hope Technology, JTEC Suspension, Revolution Bike Park, Ride Southern Spain, Schwal, and the world's finest independent mountain bike magazine, Single Track. Previously on the Making of the Numbers podcast. We did testing with the stem and we were literally just riding uh, one steep track. So um, at the time, that stem was was pretty good. Like I didn't really know, notice a whole heap of difference. Um, but yeah, like that stem caused me a lot of grief. Caused me a lot of grief that year. <laughs> um, and like I was just like. I was crashing so much and I was always just like trying to figure out, figure out what was going on. We went to Fort William like a week or two later and hoping I could race. Uh, My race bike got stolen in the van when we got there. And so we rebuilt up a practice bike. I went out and practiced, did two runs, flat landed the finish line jump, broke the same crank arm. And just, that was maybe the most mad I've ever been because my ankle was destroyed and I did the exact same thing, folded it back under the bike. So then I got into Fort William finals. I couldn't walk, but I could stand on the bike. So I'm like, let's give this a go and see how it goes. And then I had probably the biggest crash of my whole life where the thing exploded and I was flying through the air. And so that happened. Uh, went to Leo Gang the next weekend, still on an ankle that I couldn't walk on, got on the podium, 
And then I think we went to Andorra or something was the next race. And I, I got caught in the dust in practice, crossroad, hit a tree and I blew out both my shoulders. So it was like, it was just this like comical, like string of events where I was like, what's it going to be this weekend? <laughs> like, it was just one thing after the other. Yeah. yeah, I remember I did the first e-bike, e-cross country in Monsonan the year before, so I yeah. had a bit of a clue on what was going on, <laughs> and I spent the race battling with Loik's dad, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, was, so I was like, um, yeah, okay, there's a bit of a t- difference in some of the uh, motors, and uh, actually Loik's dad had a huge crash because I was like cheering him on so much from behind, and he went straight over a berm. <laughs> Oh, but, but Lloyd was like, yeah, you shouldn't be riding around behind my dad. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. I'm George Thompson and you join me in Fort William for the 2023 Downhill World Championships. I'm only up here for a couple of days, but it's just one of those things you cannot miss if you get a chance so I thought I'd bring a mic along and have a chat to a few people ahead of the biggest race of the 2023 season. Some bad news to start with. Great Britain's number one ranked junior men's rider, Owen Rick, suffered a concussion at National Champs a few weeks back, so won't be lining up this weekend. Hope you're on the men's soon, Owen. And what that means is that Jack isn't here either, but Emmy is, and I'm sure I'll bump into her at some point over the next couple of days. Speaking of National Champs, I need to give a huge shout out to two of our Making Up the Numbers race team who took national titles in Bala. Pete Walton won the 40 to 44 Vets category and took the jersey, which is awarded to the rider with the fastest time out of the, t- the winner of the two men's Vets categories. Neil White also took silver in that one and Mark Wakeman took the Grand Vets title. Three medals from four riders. So good skills, boys. The new jerseys with the national sleeve are on order and will hopefully be ready for Europeans. So it's Wednesday today. Junior practice and elite track walk day. I've driven up this morning, 4am start, currently a bit jacked up on coffee, so do excuse me if I'm a bit jittery, but let's go and have a wander around the pits and a chat to a few people. First person I've come across is Charlie Hatton. How are we doing, Charlie? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. A little bit tired. Early start this morning to get here, but yeah, yeah, all good. Um, it's raining at the moment. You're just heading up. Thoughts? Yes, just heading up for track walk. Um, rain. So, yeah, pretty stoked about that. And sounds like we've got a brand new track. Dom, the junior, has been uh, practicing this morning. So we've just been watching some GoPros and looks pretty sick, actually. Um, some big holes developing already. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty savage, I think. So that new track, does that play into your hands or do, do, would you have preferred it to stay as you, you know, as it was? Um I think it's all good either way. I guess it's the same for everyone. So all you can do is go as fast as you can, I guess. <laughs> and uh, you did well at the National a few weeks ago. What's the aspirations for this weekend? Yeah, I did really good at the National. I was third in the end. Um, yeah, Loza smoked us. But yeah, I don't know. Aspirations for the weekend. Um, I guess go as fast as you can and see where that ends, you, ends up, I guess. But yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think you're definitely in a shout for a medal of some kind. Yeah, I'd like to, uh, I don't know, we'll see. Don't want to say anything too early. <laughs> and just tell us a bit about how, how the leg is, because that was a really nasty crash in Valley Soul. Uh, leg is pretty good now. I'd say probably about 90%. I decided not to do hardline. I thought I was stupid. Um, so yeah, missed out on hardline, which to be fair, it ended up being cancelled, so it wasn't that big of an issue. Um, 
And yeah, it feels pretty good. I'm still going to strap it up just in case I dab it or tweak it. But yeah, should be fine. Cool. Well, best of luck for the weekend. I'll be cheering you on on Sunday. Thanks. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. So now... I am with um, Charlie Hutton's teammate on Continental Atherton. Uh, Manny just mentioned Don Platt, who's been on track already this morning. Don Platt, how are you finding it? Yeah, track today was sick. Um, they've done a lot of work since the national here a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, it's a lot smoother. They filled in a lot of the gnarly sections at the top, and there's a new section at the Diego which I like as well. Fresh woods, big fan, I think. Cool. And um, did you do a time? Uh, no full runs yet today, unfortunately, but. Saving the energy of it for tomorrow. Um, a few to the deer gate, but we haven't really, I haven't looked much into the times yet. Did you, I mean, obviously it's going to be quicker. Have you got any idea about how much? I don't know if it'll be much quicker, to be honest. Um, the top's definitely faster because it's all filled in, quite a lot smoother. Definitely feels fast when you're riding it. Um, but the bit after the deer gate might actually be a bit longer. But the woods is definitely the quickest I think we've had. And the motorway as well. So maybe 10, 10 or so seconds quicker, I'm expecting. But after this rain, it might slow down a little bit in the in the techie areas. Second year junior now, big injury last year. Back to full steam now. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Definitely a few demons of this place. Uh, that's where I had my big injury last year. But ready to put that back behind me now and crack on a bit. How do you deal with that? Coming back to a place where you've you know smashed yourself so badly. Yeah, I mean the national was quite hard for me. Um, I felt really good in practice and like leading up to the race, but then in like my race round, I just, well, seeding, mate, I crashed like in the pinball section because I was just so nervous and just didn't want to do it again. Um, yeah, and then race round felt a bit better, but still like was holding back a bit. Just wasn't really quite ready, but feeling ready now for it. Cool. And season so far? Yeah, not too bad so far. Um, had some good national results, but just struggling a little bit to put everything put it all down when it counts you know um but building up like last race Val de Sal was my best yet 11th there but it was definitely looking for more and looking for more this week definitely coming into home race yeah and uh who who do you think is the favorite in the junior men's this weekend I mean I've got to say there's a few this year uh Bodie I think is leading the overall at the minute and he seems to be the consistent safe bet um and he's flat out as well I think he's had two seconds in a first and then there's Henry Kiefer German who he won here the national put down a pretty sick time so I think eyes are on him as well Christian Hauser maybe as well yeah Christian as well he's a first year so it's pretty mad to see first he's going that quick but yeah he's one of one up there for sure cool and what's your strategy because we've got seeding for you guys tomorrow I believe yeah, seeding tomorrow, we've got practice in the morning and then the elites practice, so they'll change the track up quite a bit. But then what's good, we've got a run before seeding, realistically, to scope everything out again. And then, yeah, seeding in the afternoon. And what's your strategy? Are you going to go... Does seeding count for anything? You know, in, in worlds in the past, it's just been, it goes off your ranking. Does it, is it still like that? Because I know there's been quite a few format changes. Is it, is it still like that? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, world champs, there's no points or anything. Uh, and um, as far as I'm aware, seeding's top 60 in junior, so you can take it relatively chilled. Yeah. But I'd like the confidence to put down a good time in seeding anyway, so I think we'll give it give it a good go. Full ham, and then full ham for the race. Uh, well, look, best of luck for it. Uh, it'd be great if you could bring home a medal for us. Yeah, I mean, we'll give it a good shot. It's looking good, but yeah, we'll have to give it everything. Good luck. Thank you.
only Atherton's today. Yeah. And now with uh, perhaps one of the dark horses for the title this weekend in the men's field, uh, Andy Cole. How are we doing? Uh, good. Good, good. Had a good rest the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, finally, finally feeling good again. Just come back from track walk. How's it looking? It looks smooth. I think nobody ever said that before in Fort William. I guess today a lot of people are going to say it. But, yeah, it looks smooth now. But I guess it will get rough again. We had a bit of weather before, a bit of rain coming in. How's the track holding up from the juniors this morning? Um, it actually looks pretty good, I would say. I think the track here is always good in the wet. If it's a bit too much, maybe it will break down a little bit. But I think they did a great job. And nah, I think doesn't matter what t- type of conditions it will be. Maybe fully dry will be bad for the new gravel. But it doesn't look to be fully dry all week. So should be good. Cool. And you, you come in here to win. Don't know. You don't know? Don't know. It's for William. For William is not my trick, I would say. It's my least favorite trick. No, nah, I should not say this way. It's my favorite trick. Um, nah. Is that like telling yourself you love the rain when you go out in the rain? Yeah, that's it. I do love the rain. I'm not going to lie. Um, nah, I don't know. I do expect on other tricks more than this one, but I think if I do everything right and if I get everything out of myself, I'm capable to win or get a medal, I would say. Maybe not win. Let's say medal. You don't- that's the goal. The medal is the goal. Um, I mean, yeah, of course I want to win, but yeah. If if I had money and I was gambling, I would put it on each way for you this weekend. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think you're a very, very, very good bet for it. Um, great season so far. Yeah, it was great. I mean, not too great sometimes. Like I started with a crash in Lindsider was pretty bumped because the speed was there for sure. And then, yeah, Leo Gang was the dream, yeah. which is still the dream. So I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm still buzzing. And Valdezola just survived. My knee was really bad. And yeah, I think that was more in it. But yeah, I got everything out of myself for how bad it actually was. And have you set a time yet for this weekend? How, how far? I mean, it's running fast, obviously. How, how much time do you think you better knock off? Do we think we'll be doing sub 420s? Uh, is everything fast? I don't know. I haven't been here last year. I haven't raised the World Cup here since 2019. So Laurie did a 425, I yeah. think, at the yeah, National. Did, yeah. Um, don't know. I think it's not too much. Let's say 419. We should do this, shouldn't we? Should I should ask everybody how long? Uh, 41927. <laughs> well, yeah. well, best of luck for the weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, hope you, hope you do well on Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, so, Saturday. Yeah, I hope as well. Thank you. So I have bumped into her quicker than I thought it might be, but I'm now with uh, Emily Siegenthaler. How are we doing? Good, good, George. Nice to see you here. Um, always good to see you in the flesh. I think this is actually only the second time we've ever actually <laughs> a- actually met, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Maybe last time I was here and I was like running around. So I was like, no time for an interview, George. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've been here for a couple of days now. Uh, you've had juniors on track this morning. Thoughts? I was good. It, was, it looked good. Like the track has been worked on quite a bit. So everyone is looking pinned like... First, second lap, everyone's good, looking so fast already. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, one of our juniors been for his first time here and he was like, done three lap, was like, I'm up to speed. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, the woods are a bit more hectic, but um, until the elites go on track, it'll be hard to tell. Any of the juniors done a time yet? Um, they they all got, have GoPro on, so they know, like, I don't know if they've done full, full run yet few people like stopping halfway at least or because it's like 
it's a hard track, it's a long track, so you're not gonna do like a hundred tons, hundred tons of like um, fullies. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what the times are now, but definitely probably our fastest Fort William so far. Yeah, so Laurie did a 4.25 at the National when they'd done some of the work, but obviously nowhere near the amount of work they've done now. So it should should tumble again this, this weekend. I think so. Um, apparently there's some rain for, forecast for Saturday. So we'll see how that affects the race. Maybe juniors will get fastest time of the weekend again. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be funny. No, but... I think definitely it's for someone filming. It's like the dream. It's like so good. You can see someone for miles away. Um, it's really impressive to see. Race might be tighter. So I don't know if the riders actually that like rough tracks are gonna like it. Yeah. I was talking to Valley before, and she was like, oh, "Hopefully, it's not too smooth to make a difference," you know. Yeah. But it's long. So yeah, walked here again today. I was just like, "Wow, this is taking ages." So yeah, we'll see. It'll be exciting to see. And uh, tell us a bit about your role here this weekend because you've got athletes, you've got Conte. Yeah, so it's basically um, with a pivot team, staying with them, um, looking that everyone's like get on the right lines, has the right mindset and do them. Jenna's back from an injury, so she's going to try to race. So I'll do warm-up with her and Dane. Um, and also for Conte, obviously do the social media for them so i'll just like film them and then post it so yeah a bit of everything and then the swiss team is here too so if i see someone struggling or like give some advice in there probably like give some advice to every team basically because i see struggling because <laughs> i was like some people like when you come for women could be intimidating you know so people don't really know what like what to expect and it's good to have i just like to like help around but yeah, for sure, to see how Cam's doing and try to like be here to support it as well. Yeah. And uh, if you only could name one person that you're kind of supporting who would get a medal this weekend, who would it be? A medal? Who's your hottest tip for a medal? Dane Jewett. Okay. Mm. Yeah? For a medal. For, for title? Someone else. <laughs> but yeah, Dane Dane has been has been good this year. So he's this is his first time here. And when I met my my first time here, obviously for our defense the track was a bit rougher back then. Like it's has nothing to do with the track now. Obviously like people are going faster so it's like harder to ride, but it's quite smooth compared to like ten years ago. But yeah. Um, definitely seeing someone for the first time on trying riding like this, you're like, wow. I remember how I was, it was the first time I ridden down this. It was horrible. Yeah. And you just like make it look easy and like has all these lines on third lap. So I was just really impressed. So hope, I don't know the junior category is very competitive. Um, there's like five, five guys that can win it even more yeah. with the Frenchies as well. So probably like 10 guys that can like be up there. So it's going to be so cool to see. Yeah, I'm profiting for Dane, so we'll see what it can do. Cool. And uh, behind us, we've got a couple of these new pivot bikes. We've got Bernard's there. Have you ridden one of these yet? No. Um, Jenna just got hers as a medium. And Jenna's luckily a little bit taller than me. Not by much, but a little bit. And uh, yeah, so she's been loving it so far. It'll be definitely good on this track. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to try a small version of it. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But uh, it's definitely cool that the top rider of the team can, can ride on them. And with the special stickers for, for this event, they look pretty sick. Cool. Well, I'm going to disappear off now, but I will come back and find you tomorrow because you're going to be pretty busy tomorrow, I imagine. But you'll be around. you got junior practice in the morning and then elite women. Are you on the hill in the morning? I'll be on the hill in the morning. I'll be on the hill in the afternoon. I'll be on the hill for junior <laughs> qualies. So you're going to find me here. Six o'clock tomorrow. Six o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come and do a debrief with you tomorrow. That would be the best debrief ever. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be over. I'm going to be like, George, I don't want to talk to you. No. <laughs> no, I'll just come and ask you one question. Yeah. Who's looking fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's going to be enough. Nah. I'll see you tomorrow, George. <laughs> Have fun. I'm now with Nathan Carr, Jordan Williams mechanic. Tell us a bit about this bike that's behind you. Uh, red, white, and blue. And it goes like fuck. What more do you need? Still on the production. Production is fast enough. Yeah, we've beaten everyone with this one before, so no different this weekend for sure. Anything special about it from from his normal bike, other uh, than the paintwork? No, no, no. Apart from paint, like it, no, exactly the same as what we always run. Uh, we've got the setup real good, so um, tough winter of testing, and you know we we tested every parameter possible. So uh, now nah, we're good now. Which just run it. And he was he won seeding at the national here, didn't he? Yeah, we won seeding at the national here. Um, he reckons the track changed. I reckon he rode a terrible line, but uh, yeah, he wrote a wheel off. So I put the end to that. But um, yeah. I remember him telling me he said there was did he was it on the boardwalk? It was a rock into the boardwalk, and he reckons like. Uh, a big hole developed so we just like smashed straight into the boardwalk and just basically rode straight into a square edge and the wheel didn't like it too much so tell us a bit about the tyres and pressures can you tell me that info you'll be running you'll be starting on yeah same as every weekend (laughs) (laughs) same pressures as every weekend same tyres as every weekend as well so yeah and any specific uh, are you making any changes based on the changes that have been done to the track or the smoothing it out no the smoothing out is uh, that I don't think it'll be too relevant by the time race runs come that'll be that'll be back to Fort William I'm pretty sure they've done a great job though I must admit I was really impressed on track walk I I saw pictures and stuff and I saw like a preview and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I was quite, I was quite impressed actually walking it, like how much work had they, they'd done. And, you know, I kicked every bit of mud up there and it seems pretty firm. I, I don't know if it's going anywhere, but no, I think, I, I honestly think like once race runs come, it'll be back to the same old fort and nah, we won't be changing anything. Excellent. Well, best luck for the weekend. We need it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The main man himself, Jordan Williams, just had a chat with Nathan. Apparently, he needs a pair rise. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah, he's a terrible mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've just done track walk. What are you thinking? It looks really good, actually. Um, I was a bit like scared about all the new changes. I thought it'd be like super soft and it would break up easy. And I don't know if they would put a lot of work in and like try to do too much and not like focused on a few key sections but actually looking at it, like they've actually thought about it and like the woods they've really thought about what you're going to ride and where you're going to go 
and I think it works really well and it's so hard it doesn't even look like it's been ridden today so it looks really good that's really good because you know the juniors were on track I think when yeah. and the heavens opened didn't they and I thought it might be um it might come in for a bit of uh, a bit of damage. Yeah, no, it's still there. It's still running really good. So big thanks to all the people that have put a hard work in. And uh, still on the stock bike. Just had a quick chat with Nathan about it. Yeah, chuffed with that paint job. Yeah, it looks so good. It looks really good. And when you look close up, it's got all the details. And yeah, it's awesome. And the stock bike's fast. So is that your first custom paint job? Uh, no, actually, all of them this year have been like custom. Right. Um, there's not like a stock paint job that I've ridden this year. So, yeah. Cool. And um, aspirations for the weekend? To win. Always. I Like I say before, I wouldn't be here if I'm not, not here to win. So, I'll be giving it everything I've got and more. So, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm hoping to be on that top step at the end of the weekend. So, last year you won Junior World Championships. And did you have a, like, a strategy for how you approach the weekend? Did you do it any differently? Um, I don't think you really do it any different. I think you just try and focus more and try to put more effort into everything. So you, you really make sure you've looked at every line. You really make sure you've done your warm-up correctly. You, know, you've, you just try that little bit extra, I think. Um, and I'm trying to do that this weekend. I feel like... It's still my first year elite, so I made a few little mistakes that I feel like I could improve on. So I'm just trying to like try my best to do everything I can this weekend. And um, I think was it in Clangochlan where we had a quick chat. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you you were telling me you'd um, obviously you had an amazing start to the season. Yeah, and didn't quite go to plan. Yeah, no. Obviously, Langollen, I wasn't racing because I had no yeah. bikes. Leo um, Gang. You were just a second back, were you? Leo Gang, I was thinking I was about three seconds back. Um, but I was super like tired from the week before and it, a lot happened so quickly. So I had to like adjust to it. So that was, but it's still a great result. Like 13th in your second elite race. Like you, yeah. you're just still pretty good. And then Val de Sol, I was on for top three finish and then just crashed at the bottom. Um, and the rain didn't help much out ranges for the race run, but yeah, I was on pace there. And did you, had... you GoPro get caught in the netting? Yeah, I like went down the GoPro, like went folded down, and it was caught in the netting, so I couldn't. People thought I was hurt, but I was really, I was just stuck. I was just twisted up. But yeah. And uh, tell us a bit about the rest of the season. I mean, you've exceeded all your expectations already. I imagine. Yeah. Does that adjust to your goals for the rest of the season? No, obviously, like, as I say, every race I'm here to win. Otherwise, yeah. I would stay at home. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I feel hungry this weekend. Like, Leo Gang, uh, Val de Sol, it was, wasn't as much, like, hunger there to try and win. Yeah. Um, but I really feel it this weekend, and I'm trying everything I can. Well, have a really good race, man. Thank you. Cheers. We are recording there and i am with um 2023 great britain national elite men's champion matt walker how are we doing very well thanks yeah and yourself yeah i'm all right thanks perked up a bit started the day i drove up this morning started the day really tired and uh, seem to have got some kind of second wind now uh, which is good tell us a bit about your national champs weekend uh standard national champs weekend really um well, at Bala anyway, 
real good track, good uplift with peer cycles, and fair play to, to Mars and his crew. They did a really good job, I thought. Um, obviously, they spent a bit of time on the track and refreshed it all from... Um, Obviously needed a bit of work doing with the motorbikes and stuff through the winter and that. So they did a really good job with the track. Um, obviously the Welsh weather hit us pretty hard on the Saturday. So it was quite a long day, quite an arduous day for a few, I think. With uh, It was like scale electrics by the end, just one big rut the whole way down. So it was pretty technical. Uh, and then obviously on Sunday it dried out quite a bit. So for the final run, put the dry tyres back in and um, just went for it. Yeah, and felt quite good pretty much from the start obviously i've raced there for a lot of years now with ps races and national we have quite a lot of nationals there so i feel like i'm pretty familiar with the place um and yeah just had a good weekend felt good on the bike pretty much from the first run just built up and give it everything in the final to be honest i couldn't have asked for much more in the final to be honest i put put everything i had down um made very little mistakes to talk of so um i was just happy with how i performed really the lads said you and Danny were just that bit faster than everyone else. Yeah, it seemed like it in the end. Um, but it's good to have people always pushing. You never, you never really know who's going to be fast, or um, especially like with the conditions how they were, it was always going to be a bit of a. It could throw up some surprises, I guess. So I was just happy to stay consistent for the weekend and put a solid one down when it mattered. Cool. And on to this weekend. You just come back from track walk. Yep. Thoughts? Looks really good, actually. Uh, yeah, it's got me pretty excited to ride because it's just. All the sections that were a little bit awkward before or like would maybe stall you up and you would maybe puzzle over a little bit just trying to carry the speed. They've kind of sm- they've smoothed it so much more than I've ever seen really. Obviously they've had they've done a load of work up there for since the national I imagine. Um and yeah, it looks really cool. It looks really fast, which kind of suits me. I like I like when when the track's fast and uh yeah, just looking forward to getting on the bike really and just seeing how it feels. Custom bike for this weekend? Yeah, custom paint job with uh, Fat Creations again, done an amazing job as always. Um, so we've gone for like a classic British racing green with like a, almost like a marble, it looks like. Um, so yeah, we were umming and iron for ages what to do, whether to go uh, red, white and blue or something a bit more classic. So we ended up with the old British racing green. So I think it looks sick. Nice. And uh, have you cha- will you change the setup at all with it? I mean, obviously I've, you have your settings for here, mm. uh, and that is with it being super rough. Yeah. Are you starting on the same settings, or do you do you, you know change yeah. them a little bit? I think we'll probably. I've not had a good chat yet, but I imagine I'll probably leave it exactly how it was from National Champs, to right. be honest. So it's just really comfy. I know exactly what uh, what I've got, and then we can always address the notebook if if needs be. Uh, generally. I imagine we'll probably head in that direction that we've kind of set the bike up here for before. Obviously, I rode well at the National here in May. Track was super rough then, uh, and the bike felt good. So we could probably, yeah, we, that's probably going to be sitting in the background if we need to go more towards that as the track rough, roughs up. But uh, let's just see. See how we go. Laurie did a 4.25 at the National here, fastest ever time down Fort William. Yeah. Do you think that's going to tumble this weekend? I think so, yeah. Uh, obviously, we had great conditions at the National as well, but with how the track is at the moment, I imagine it'll be pretty fast. Obviously, there's a couple of bits that are a little bit different. Like, we do a few more slower S's than maybe you would because they've kind of built new sections off and on the old track, so maybe that's a little bit slower. But 
generally the track is running much faster i imagine than it ever has really so um yeah it'll be exciting to see i think it will maybe i imagine it'll be faster than that but probably not a lot well everyone's moving out here we've got a lot of lorries moving so i'll let you get on um best of luck for saturday thank you very much cheers one man who unfortunately isn't going to be racing this weekend got a few tears in his eyes reese wilson how we doing yeah bittersweet isn't it rather up sweat up sweat upset it's it's nice to be it's nice to be here in capacity and walking around but i've just walked down the track as the juniors were riding there and honestly just holding back the tears like can't believe it devastated i, I don't have any other words for it really tell us about what, what happened well, I want, I'm, I'm going to tell the story eventually. Obviously, we had the Flying Scotsman, uh, Flying Scotsman 2, whether it will be called the same, I don't know, but it will all be documented. The story's been told and it will come out, but long story short, I had an accident training over in California on a motorbike, didn't actually crash, just dad my foot and ended up doing quite a lot of uh, bone damage, basically. So there were some big bones, some big bones and some bones that take a long time to heal. Um, so, yeah long process i'm basically waiting on bones healing and there's nothing you can do really to speed that up so but you were back riding i mean you qualified well you were 61st in valdisol were, were you disappointed with that result or were you actually pretty impressed with that result i was impressed with the result considering i'd done that with you know multiple fractures in my heel a fractured femur and god knows what else you know it was like I'd, i basically i wanted to be i'm stood here now knowing fine well that i wasn't ready for this race and i couldn't have been selected i shouldn't have been selected and that makes me sleep at night you know what i mean had i not had i not raced that race i would have been stood here being a competitor no feeling that i could have and should have you know yeah. So I've just removed the doubt by racing Valdesol, but when I finished Valdesol, I knew fine well that I wasn't ready and I, I probably shouldn't have even bothered, you know, 61st. But at the same time, there's not, I don't think there's many people could take four months off a bike and turn up with that sort of damage and still get 61st. So it, it's nice to know that it is still in me. So is it still fractured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an MRI scan two two weeks ago now, two and a half, three weeks ago, and uh, yeah, the heel's still fractured. The femur's still soft, so whatever fracture was in there, still still healing. So, yeah, it's been it's been a lot. Yeah. And tell us a bit about the uh, rest of the season. How's that looking for you? I'm pretty good, to be honest. I think it's um, like I said, the the damage that that I've had is healing, and it's getting there eventually. I'm going to make a full return, so that's very positive. Um, I'm. Worst case scenario, I'd say Snowshoe and Monson Anne is on the cards. Anything previous to that is still a bit up in the air. And uh, by first drive next year, I'm expecting to be back to like that winning pace again. So I'm still day by day, but um, end of season, I'd like to be there, yeah. Um, what's your role here this weekend? Honestly, just came here for the fans. The track never really forced me into it. It was all up to me and I wanted to come here. And there's a lot of fans that still don't know what's happened you know and don't know what's going on they think it's still the concussion from last year so i just wanted to come here to let people come and actually ask for ask me themselves you know and chat to me and get get the story so yeah just kind of hear from a fan's point of view really and also if this is going to be the last race here in a while and i think the last one for rare management and it's a hell of an event so you don't want to miss it and the fact that I can be in a team you know like vip why would you not why would you not come here so and if you spotted a line a really good line and your options were, I can tell somebody on the GB team or I can tell somebody on the Trek team. Who would you tell it to? Both. In all honesty, <laughs> both. I would uh, I'd tell anybody for GP and I'd, I'd tell my own team, you know, I work for Trek. And if, if these guys do well, it helps me too. So you want everybody to do well. I really want GB. Somebody for GB to win this week would just be incredible. It's a love story, isn't it? So I really hope somebody can get it done. So I'll be helping them with lines. But I know Loris is capable of doing it as well. So, yeah, we'll be helping everybody. Well, Given that you're not racing and you probably 
probably one of the only people who I speak to who isn't racing. Give us a prediction. Give us a name in the men's and a name in the women's for a medal. Okay, um, I'm putting Hattie down as a medal, riding for Trek Factory downhill this week. She's uh, she's probably got some of the strongest arms in the business with the enduro background, so I think this should be no problem with her. So I'd like to see Hattie with a medal. I know Loris is capable, so again, I'd like to see him with one, but for some reason I've still got Jackson. I can't shake Jackson. I have Jackson isn't here. Is he not? No. What's happened? I don't know. There's, they've done an Instagram post. He's, I don't think his appendix has healed. Right. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Okay, then I'm going to go with Danny. Danny I want to see Danny Hart do it. So, Danny Hart is also my pick for this weekend. Right, I think he's been riding really well. Yeah. I think um, he always does well on his first visit to Fort William. Mm-hmm. Never on the second one. BDS. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe he's, he's uh, avoided the curse himself by avoiding the race one. Yeah. Good tactic. Yeah, yeah I'd, honestly, I'd, this, the love story of that is just too perfect. Like, it, it kind of needs to be Danny. In the, in the point of his career, and like you said, he looks calm, happy, he's riding well. It would be a perfect, perfect season situation for him, I think. So, yeah, go Danny. <laughs> Excellent. Well, have a good weekend. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Now in the um, new proof factory pits with Louise Ferguson and Ronan Dunn. How are we doing, guys? Really good. It's nice to be at home, riding bikes, and yeah, the weather's holding out as well, which is good. You've just got back from Crankworks. Yeah, yeah. So I was just at Crankworks Whistler for the final round, and uh, it went really well. I had yeah. some, yeah, had some fun, and the downhill track there was super gnarly. So I feel like it was good prep for Fort William. Where did you end up? Second. Yeah, it was um, Valley first, then me, and then Miranda. So yeah, good, good squad, good track. Ronan's pretty jealous he wasn't there. So, <laughs> so Ronan's got a wrist brace on. Is everything all right? Yeah, not bad. Uh, just after hardline there had a small crash at home and just tweaked the rest a bit badly so kind of just uh deciding whether or not we'll be be lining up tomorrow so it's still a bit of a bit of a gray area because it's kind of close to healing but then also we're uh sitting quite well in the overall so kind of have to keep an eye on that for andorra so thinking about that yeah Yeah. but then you've gone and done track walk you've looked at it and gone fuck me i want to ride this yeah yeah i know i'm like i know tomorrow like still there's part of me that i'm like oh i'll be grand i'll ride it the bike's looking good the kit's looking good but i know if i decide not to and i see everyone riding tomorrow i'll be i will not be a happy boy <laughs> but nah i still can't complain it's it's a part of it so and louise you've been you've been here before yeah once or twice yeah, yeah. i'm actually from <gasps> you are aren't you right do you know what? i've just, just remembered are you alistair mclennan's I'm not nice. to him, but he's he. I'll, I also made my first Nick proof, and it's funny because he's like the man to be around town. So if you go up here and get into riding, if you beat Al, you know you're like doing all right. And I yeah. always wanted to beat Al at the races, and I don't even know if I did before I left. So I've not been here for a couple of years, but um, yeah, Al's a big part of the bike community, and yeah, kind of started my downhill, and, and it was a Nick proof. He sold me a Nick proof, so yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, he's coming out. He's racing European Championships with us, I think. So yeah, can you have him? No. <laughs> um, do you know Do you know Steve Bradley as well? No. Yeah, also a pinner, but he's probably like three times my age, or no, twice my age. I don't know, but yeah, those two are pretty good. Yeah. It's, yeah. So Alistair gave me the my favorite quote about mountain bike racing which is we're all going as fast as we can mm, which is yeah that's pretty accurate yeah. so <laughs> um, where are you sitting in the overall um so i'm sitting 13th on the overall at the minute so we had a bit of a rough start in lenderhide with like a 22nd which i was pretty super happy bit 
and then at Leo Garen got that eighth place and like P14 semis and then Lent, or Valdesol the two 11th places in semi and finals. So, yes, yeah, trying to go for that top 10 overall. Obviously, that's kind of like the goal and then start getting, start switching up the gears and start getting back on the podium for that's the main goal for the season. So that's kind of why I'm like sacrifice worlds and then be 100% for the following World Cups really. So it's yeah. kind of... The- Worlds is a bit like if you don't think you can win, is there any point? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like especially where the season's going, like even in Leo Gang, like I was super happy with an eighth place, but I was 0.4 at the podium. So really, if it's not on the podium, I'm still that little bit of me is kind of like... Yeah, so I was saying to the guys, even if I could race and I'm not really in contempt for a podium or top 10, like I, will, I still wouldn't be... Like, but it's also I'll be missing out on this insane crowd. It's so sick. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, if you're not winning at Worlds, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. And uh, I believe you're quite a big fan of this new format with the semi-finals and finals because it's just more bike time. Yeah, like hundred percent. Because I think everyone kind of wrote me off for this new format because it's like, oh, it's more runs and people like Ronan's gonna crash. And then it's actually suited me way more because you can. Once you get a good one in semis, you know exactly what you have. And you're already a top 30. You've got points and you can just let it loose. And if you get a blowout or a crash, um, you've got yourself a top 30. But uh, no, I'm, I'm really liking the format. And it's uh, I find it's quite easy to be consistent with it. Obviously, hopefully keep it that way. But now I'm enjoying it. What about you? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not the same as Ronan. <clears throat> but I, I don't mind the format. It's something that we've just kind of got to get used to. But <clears throat> if it was up to me, I'd definitely change it back to the way it was. Um, it's pretty good having the top 15 women in the finals. And it's quite a tight turnaround between the semis and the finals. So, yeah, I think it would just be less pressure on race day. And also <clears throat> last year when I got to the top 15, I was already in the top 15. So it was like, yeah. it's still a buzz in a way. I don't know if there's any point to the semis for the women at the moment. Yeah, it's five riders and yeah, a lot of them are protected in a way. I don't know. It just like our field's a lot smaller, but it is growing a lot more as well. So it is making it, yeah, it's quite a big cutoff from like the entries to semis. So, and five women wouldn't make that much difference to the the broadcast. So yeah, for me, I definitely think we should, like the old format was just as good, if not better. But yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for chatting to me and best of luck to you this weekend. Thanks. Best luck to you for the rest of the season. Cheers, boss. Thanks. I'm now with Hattie Harden, Trek Factory Racing, and GB National Champion. How does that sound? It still sounds a bit surreal. I haven't really kind of clicked yet. I think when I get my jersey, I'll be like, oh, wow. Like, I'll enjoy that a bit. But, um, yeah, I still still can't really believe it. So, yeah. I mean, you've raced cyclocross, you've raced XC, you've raced Enduro. That, is that your first national title, or did you win it in cyclocross? Um, it's actually like my 17th, I think. <laughs> yeah. But my first in downhill. Yeah. I've right. got quite a few in like cyclocross and XE, but, um, yeah, we haven't had really a proper enduro national championships yet. So yeah, first downer one, which is pretty sick actually. Not what I expected. So yeah, an honor. Probably just should have done some research really there, shouldn't I, before asking you that question. Um, to, you beat Tani and Phoebe. Did you expect to? No, not at all. I kind of, once I saw them at track walk and like you always see people on the list, but you don't know if they're racing. And I kind of had kind of accepted to myself that third was the best I could do. Um, And so I just had a really fun time Saturday in practice and then just rode the best I could and it was good enough. So that's pretty sick. And uh, 
presume you've just done a track walk here. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about it? It looks really good. I'm really excited. It's going to be really fast. And I think you'll come into sections lower down less fatigued than you have in the past. So I think it'll make the bottom section really interesting. And yeah, I think, yeah, I think it'll be tight racing because it is so fast. So I just chatted to Reese before and he, he picked you for a medal this weekend. Oh God. <laughs> did he actually? No way. Wow. Did you? Do you think that's possible? Oh, I honestly think anything's possible. Like, um, I think you can never count yourself out. You've always got to back yourself. That's actually something Reese told me, like, uh, taught me over the winter. Like, you've got to back yourself and know that you've put in the hard work and you just got to give it everything. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do this weekend. And fingers crossed, uh, it's a good one. I think you're in a great position, really, aren't you? Because, like, no one expects, you know, like, if you were to name, I don't know, I could name six people who would probably, if you were to ask the mountain biking public who's going to win the women's, they'd probably say Valley, Cami, Nina, Rachel, Tani, Marine. But you're a contender without that pressure. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it, actually. Like, at the moment, I think, yeah, you could pick, like, 10 different women that could end up on the podium. And I think that's just going to make it all the more exciting. So, yeah, no pressure. It's just, um, yeah, me, I'm here to have a good time. And it's an honour to already be here. So, yeah, I can't... Anything else is a bonus, honestly. And is... Oh, I'm not, I don't... Dan, ask this question now. Is this your first custom for him? Um, yeah, for, like, a big race yeah 100% first custom bike from Trek and didn't disappoint I'm very excited and luckily I get to keep it afterwards so I'm very excited to keep riding that for the rest of the year so yeah they they always treat us very well lucky and um is this it now have you found your true calling <laughs> uh I think I'm never going to be able to pick one I think um I like to keep myself busy and I like to keep my brain working different so 100% I'm loving it and I don't think I'm going to be able to stop doing it but um, yeah kind of feel like I have a bit of unfinished business in the enduro side first so we'll see. Excellent well look best of luck um, for Saturday I think that's all we've got time for today I think everybody's packing up now so um, we'll be back with more after these messages. From the suspension experts at JTEC Suspension comes WPS an all-new brand focused on making the very best suspension upgrades, parts and tooling, all made in the UK. With a growing network of the very best suspension service centers in the UK and beyond, and drawing on years of experience, WPS is the best thing that ever happened to your suspension. To find out more, visit WPS-MTB.com. My name is Amory Pion and I asked Trailby to develop the best downhill tire ever. Amory asked us for something that offers an edge over Magic Mary. We are all looking for something new, I guess. We needed something for more precision. So from that, we just worked all together to, to make it happen. Being fair, actually, the team started the development. Maxime, he started to cut down a big betty and try to get it into shape to make it work. The grip is just perfect. The Taki Chan just gives you the best precision you, you need. It just gives you a lot of braking traction, safety, and corner hold. It's like riding on rails. So 
If you're an active rider, it's super rewarding. If you're a passive rider, it's still a fantastic time. Thursday morning, 8am, back on site. And if you listen closely, that is a sound of a rain shower landing on the van. We had one big rain shower yesterday and then it turned out nice for the afternoon. And I think the forecast for the whole weekend is that it's going to be pretty intermittent showers. So hopefully we can uh, have a repeat of yesterday. I've had 10 hours sleep and I'm feeling much more with it today. Not to self, if you're looking to create some uh, great content, getting up at 4am, driving for seven hours and then trying to interview the best riders in the world without any notes is probably not the one. But weirdly, it did seem to get better as the day went on, probably when the caffeine wore off. So I edited up the clips last night um, that I recorded yesterday. Schedule for today is that elite women and juniors are on track this morning. So hopefully there'll be a few, a few of the elite men kicking around the pits who um, will have a chat. And then elite men are on track this afternoon. Then it's junior quality. So we'll see who we can get as people are coming down the mountain and hopefully get this thing edited up before I leave this evening. Right, off we go. So the first person I have come across this morning is Jake from Sprung Suspension and MS Mondraker. actually found him in the coffee queue this morning, but I'm now in the MS Mondraker pits. Uh, yesterday they revealed um, the black box that they've been working on. So Jake, tell us a little bit about, about this bike. Um, so yeah, we've basically whole redesign from the last bike started fresh. Um, although it kind of still looks like a Mondraker, we definitely we just started from a blank canvas. What do we actually want to achieve with this? How do we want it to ride? What can we do? Um, I then worked with the design team at Mondraker to basically get us a downhill bike that is going to be ideal for racing world cups so there are a lot of features on it that would never make it to a production bike due to production cost um one of them is the bb bolts in a bit like an e-bike motor is the best way i've uh, found to describe it and that gives us basically a full range of adjustment with the bb without affecting anything else so it's i don't think anyone else has done it um we were th- talking about eccentric bbs and what we could do to kind of give us a bit of adjustment and then this system is hugely costly but for for what we need for racing it's it's great um what's advantageous about that it just gives us some adjustment in in that we can change both bb height um reach so by moving the bb forward or backwards um that will then change stuff like like kind of irrelevant stuff like seat angle but we can also use it to move because we're moving the bb uh in relation to well the suspension pivots are staying like static we can change like we can make small changes to anti-squat and stuff as well so yeah it's it's a it's a very complicated <laughs> seems really simple oh we'll just move the bb a bit but it's yeah there's a lot more to it but, um, yeah. Are the guys at Trinity uh, Williams Racing Products, are they yeah. doing something similar? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they've done something similar that um, basically they've – th- I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure the one that they've done is is actually an e-bike mount and then they've made a normal BB yeah. that kind of mounts in. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what – I'm sure they'll have – like they're on it. They'll have a load of adjustable and like things to do. But, yeah, for us, we've, we've just built in – it's the smallest, lightest package we could put it into. So we've got enough movement in every direction for, for what we need. 
So is the idea then that you use this as a mule kind of uh, season, two seasons, and then you work out the best place, the optimal place for the bottom bracket and move that to production? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, the the other thing, we're, I guess we're, we're, not, we're not unique in the fact that we've got a massive range of riders. So Ellie is like very light, dainty girl, and then we've got Brooke, who's like the opposite yeah yeah literally like i feel sorry for the ground he rides on so it's we we needed a a bike that would give us enough adjustability that we could make it work exactly how we wanted for for both of them and everyone in between and uh you've got an adjustable seat stair brace in there tell us a bit about that yeah so we've had we've got three adjustable stiffness braces um they all do a slightly different uh kind of stiffness plane so um yeah it's it's really interesting actually all the riders have tried them all uh we've done a fair bit of testing in europe and everyone's come up with something slightly different that they like and with brooks some days we will book another one in um bolt another one in um some days we'll take take one out depending on how he's feeling and the speed of the track so yeah it's really it's been been a really really good thing so yeah stoked with those cool and um are riders happy with it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, speak, speak to Brooke later, but yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone's really happy, I think, which is, which is, yeah, great. It's, it's been a very, um, I wouldn't, wasn't rushed, but we had a limited time, a limited amount of time to to get the bike done in um, with all the production timescales for getting stuff made. So uh, there are some massive CNC parts as well. So. Um, like the whole middle part of the frame is one CNC part. So that obviously the production time to have that made. And then, um, yeah, it was made in Europe, sent to Asia. Well, the frames were welded in Asia and then sent back to Europe. So it was trying to fit, trying to how we actually fitted it all in was a bit of a challenge. But we're here, we're at the races and we've got a new bike. So yeah, awesome. tick in the box. Awesome. So I think that's, is that Eleonora Farina just come back into the pits? Yeah. Has she done a run there? I think so, yeah. Yeah, can I grab her for a quick chat? Oh, yeah, let, me, let me see, Eleonora. Hello, how are you doing? First, one of the first riders on track, first run down. How's it running? Well, yeah, it's really good to be back, first yeah. of all, yeah, here at World Championship and Fort William. The track is really fast, like, yeah, yeah and then completely brand shape new, so, wow, it's really good, and uh, it's good, I think it's adrenaline back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can see you're absolutely buzzing here, aren't you? Big smiles. I don't think I've ever seen anybody come down Fort William with as big a smile. Uh, how long have you been off the bike? Uh, two months, uh, and then I'm on the bike since uh, almost three weeks now. Yeah. So, yeah, just done one race at the Italian Championship. Yeah. Uh, it was really good to be back. Yeah. And uh, you kind of, I guess it's a free hit this weekend. You know, you're not coming in with any pressure because you've been out for the injury. How, how does that feel? Yeah, right. Uh, and this feels really good. Um, so I have some goals, but yeah, for sure... Uh, we see, like, uh, no pressure on myself. I'm really enjoying riding my bikes at the moment. I like, can't wait. And so, yeah, we'll do my best. I hope to be competitive. But, yeah, we will see. And tell me, I've just been talking to Jake about the new bike. Tell me a, bit, a little bit about how you're getting on with it. I'm so happy and so stuck with the new bike. Um, I still have some work to do with Mark, my mechanic, but I think uh, it's running really good. And, yeah, way, way easier to ride and, yeah, and, way faster <laughs> excellent well best luck for this weekend thank you very much we'll think of something to say will longdon <laughs> looking very tired this morning how long have you been on site 
set off on Sunday, so I've been here since Monday. But um, yeah, I had a bit of a late one last night, sorting a few bits and bobs out. But as soon as we get riding, I'll be all fired up for it. So none of you boys are here yet because practice doesn't start for them until after lunch? No, um, afternoon shift only this today. Yeah, three hours practice, so 12 till 3. But um, yeah, that's World Champs, a little bit of waiting around. Juniors are on now, so it's their big day today for qualifying. So yeah. It's a bit strange because we always had that extra day at World Champs and then now it seems like, I mean, if somebody gets a flat a third of the way down in practice, that could screw everything, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean... I think going back quite a long way, it always used to seem like you got lots of practice at World Champs, like you say, that extra day, and you, you don't get that now, but equally, you don't get a massive amount at a World Cup, so it's not a new thing for the riders, I don't think, and yeah, I think everyone's got plenty of wheels in the truck, and the riders aren't too worried about smashing the wheels to bits, so I don't think a puncture will slow anyone down too bad. And a day less on site for you is a, is a win? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? No, I, I love being here, I'm just, uh, yeah, I just like to get on with it, and when you've been here three or four days and it feels like you've not even started, it's a funny one. So, uh, national champs a few weeks ago at Bala, you were in the um, older vets category, and you pulled over. Yeah, no big one really. I I, I did a, just a couple of practice runs. It was really wet and slippy and muddy. We had a lot going on in the pits. I was thinking about this week as well and I set off wanting to do really well and my brain still clicks back into when I was doing it full time and, and I started riding like that and I made a couple of big mistakes and I was like, the first time it's ever happened, my head just went, park it. And I, I just pulled over and got out of the way because it didn't, it, it didn't matter enough for me to be getting hurt before all of this going on. And, you know, I know where I'm not riding enough to ride like that. And it was just like, nah, pack it in. <laughs> I'd had a fun time. The track was really good. It was a really good event. We had a great outcome from it. And I just, yeah, got out of the way, watched the other two guys ride down. And, well, not funnily enough, but I, I just made that decision and rolled out the way. And then Listy came into view on his head, sliding into the fire road. And I was just like, what the... What are you doing, Matt? So yeah, that's 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 Dave List who is on, on my team. Who the only one of my team who who didn't get a, a medal from from uh, from national champs. But my team were very grateful that you pulled over as well. So uh, thank you for that. Um, you got Matt Walker's bike here in front of us, race, British Racing Green, looking resplendent. Um, tell us how far away is this from production now? Uh, we're, we're just working on it. We've not got a fixed timeline. We want it to be right before it goes to goes on the market. Um, they're really happy with it at the moment. I don't think we're a million miles away. Uh, we've definitely got it in a place where, clearly from last weekend's result as well, you know, we've got it in a good place where it's we can we can be on the podium every weekend with it. We just want to make sure it's it's right for people buying it as well. You know, so there's always little things you want to tweak and change and, and get right. But I don't think we're far off. So yeah, we'll see see how that goes. I mean, Matt's a definite, you know, medal contender here. And Greg's probably a, a, a like a a good wild card. Yeah, I mean, all the time I was racing, I, you know, now you can look back and think, yeah, I, I was probably never going to get on the podium. But you'd never go to a world championship being given a GB jersey and don't don't go there in the mindset that you're trying to win the thing. Otherwise, you don't go. You know, both guys here in a good position. I know Matt can win here, and I know when Matt's at his best, he can be the best on the day, and Every every opportunity for Greg as well, a bit of an underdog coming into this. Tough start to the year for him, but he's riding well. And yeah, anything anything can and could happen. We're just going to put everything behind the boys this week and, and get stuck in. Do you advise them any kind of different strategy for world champs? You know, is it like just put it all on the line and go as fast as you can? Because if you don't get that... 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Top three. Yeah, I mean, it, to some degree, but it, it's, not, it's not mindless. You know, we, we go through the same process we do at a World Cup. All the preparation's the same. All the, all the track information's the same. And yeah, it's for the boys to get in the right headspace just to, you know, they, they know what they're doing. They know this is a one, one shot at it and uh, no one cares who's off the podium or what your place is. They, they go out there to do the best and if they get their head in the right place, then, yeah, we just see. So, uh, me and my team are heading out for European champs in, I'm going to try and pronounce it, Le Menier. Menier some. Yeah, it's French. <laughs> um, and I know you guys are going to be there. Well, I know Simmons is, is going to be there and some of the juniors, is that? Uh, the development team are going to be there, yeah, so uh, Liv and Felix and uh, George, so they're all going to be out there riding. Just a really good opportunity for them to uh, not do Glencoe. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Just a really a really good opportunity for them to do an international race, and European Champs is always, I think he's always a really good one for that level of rider. It's a good introduction in. They've got their own categories, and they can really get stuck into it, and uh, they've got Matt there looking after them. Um, yeah, I was going to go do that one, but it's a little close to Andorra, so we'll be going over there and getting prepped for that one. But yeah, we'll we'll be keeping an eye on them, and uh, yeah, just just all part of the development team. Which I'm at the moment. I was speaking to someone earlier. We're really really happy with all three of them and how they're getting on with the with Matt and Greg as well, and how that worked as a team at National Champs. It was it was great. It was uh, really sad for Liv not being able to do the race, but again, like a really mature decision not to ride that one because of the crash she had. And uh, yeah, she's got a long time. She'll she'll show us what she's got. Definitely excellent. Right, well, I will leave it there. Best of luck for the weekend, and um, hopefully you can bring us home some medals. Yeah, we will. We will. Here we go. Making his long-awaited podcast debut. Marshal number six, Ian Jones. How are we? I'm fine. I'm running around unofficial business, so I can give you five, and that's it. Five, five seconds or five minutes? That's what the wife always asks me. Five minutes. <laughs> Uh, right, so you're not commissaring this weekend. I am. You are. You are commissaring. I'm not marshalling. You're not marshalling. I'm not marshalling. Right. I'm commissaring. And how's this different to a national? This is different to a national in that you are having to comply with the UCI rules rather than the British Cycling national rules. Um, obviously, we've got international teams, more international teams, lots of languages, lots of flags, lots of riders that we've never seen before but it's good for the sport. Yeah. Excellent. And how's it all going so far? Smashingly. Yeah? Yeah, it's, uh, the weather's on our side currently, so I'll probably just cursed it by saying that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's like swan, I think. That's probably the best way of putting it. It looks, and I'm sure people are having disasters underneath, but, like, 
what everybody else is saying is fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So you are, um, I mean, I think on the track you've actually got a corner named after you, is that right? I'm apparently, somebody will jump up and quote me wrong, but I'm the only person who has a corner named after him. The map is here. You can have a look at it as he rustles to get Mar- the map. It is Marshall Point number six, isn't it? Jonesy's seat. Look at that. Part of history, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> very, very uh, uh, modest there, Jonesy. Very modest. Um, right. So, where are you off to now? Um, we're going to synchronize the stopwatches because we have a communication problem between top and bottom with radios. So we will be synchronizing probably about 10 stopwatches on the hour. Excellent. One of the menial tasks that has to, very important it's, it's tasks. Not, it's, it's not menial. It's the backup timing in case there is a problem. You know, we, yes. you know, you know, you come to race and like, sorry, you don't get a time because there was a timing problem. So we're here to make sure there isn't a timing problem. Excellent. And uh, when when you're not riding, sorry, when you're not commissaring, you, you're hooning. I'm hooning, yes. I do hoon. You do? I do. I, uh, there. Oh, look at that sticker. A hoomer. Oh, I've been given a hoomer sticker. That is fabulous. And um, when when is the next hoon? Next hoon. The next hoon will be on Sunday when I get home. Excellent. Well, best of, best of luck. Thank you very much. And uh, have a good weekend. Yes, have you too. Uh, good to see you. As you see, it's taken a while, but we've made it at last. Indeed. Take care, mate. And you too. Good morning. Look at the timing on that. Yeah. I'm, uh, do you, do you want to do one right now? Or what are you doing right now? I just hit record because I saw Joe. I didn't even know you were in that car to cut an on. Yeah, I am. So I have. To, I can do whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you can do an interview with him. I have to shoot photos with these guys, or else I'm. They're gonna sh- cut my head off. Yeah. So one wh- hit, get Joe, and then I'll jump on with you. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Sorry, I'd hit stop there. Joe Breeden. How are we doing? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. Much better today. Uh, after a good night's sleep, a bit tired yesterday after driving up yesterday morning, but yeah. we're, we're, we're firing today. Yeah. Um, what's your role here this weekend? Um, good question, a bit of everything. Uh, me and Stout, my mechanic, are kind of joint co-team managers this weekend, so whatever it is for Dakota to help him out. Um, today, during the day, it will be on track, uh, spotting different lines and how it's sort of... Um, how it's evolving and where riders are going, etc. Reporting back to him, you know. Yesterday was uh, supermarket shopping, cooking, whatever it may be, arranging physio, masseuse, whatever it might be. So, uh, yeah, we're just handymen, all doing everything. So, yeah, it's going to be painful on, on trackside watching, um, especially at a venue I love so much. But you know, I'm happy to be here helping Dakota and and doing everything we can to help him. How gutted were you though not to make the team? It. Yeah, I was good. I wasn't expecting to necessarily make it, um, but I knew there was a chance. And then when, yeah, when it, the news broke, like I, I wasn't completely surprised. But you know, it sinks into reality that you aren't going to be racing world champs. And I tried everything I could, but there was no way around it. Unfortunately, just got to be faster and not even make it a debatable um, option for next year. Just make sure I'm one of the ones who's definitely in. Yeah, I'm guessing that last spot was between you and Greg. That's in my head. Interesting to hear that. Um, it wasn't as simple as that. Um, I personally thought that Phil would have the last spot. Um, I'd tell you, or Ethan, maybe. Yeah, Ethan's shown great speed. He's just not managed to 
complete those like runs into actual results uh, due to certain issues. So yeah, you could have said Ethan, Phil, myself, um, but then I was definitely shocked when I found out I was fourth reserve. I I was pretty shocked when I heard that. So um, yeah, is what it is, and um, just as I say, just got to be fast next year. Make sure I'm not on the on the fence of selection. Just got to be one of the ones that's guaranteed. Yeah. So um, you've done a track walk, I imagine. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I did track walk with Dakota yesterday. Um, I think it looks really good. Kind of getting towards Deergate, you think, oh, they maybe made this a bit too simple and it, not nothing to separate everybody and it's just too bike parky in a sense. But then when you get down to the woods and you see there's quite a few techie sections um, through the woods, quite a lot of line choice, I think they've got an overall really good balance between sort of high speed, relatively simple um, flowy sections and then the real techy gnarly bits in the woods. So I think they've they've created a really good balance, and I think it'll make a really tight, enjoyable uh, race for both riders and spectators. So yeah, I think they've killed it. It's, it looks like a lot of work and a big job, but um, yeah, I think there's a, a, a me- mega job with it. So keen. Cool. And since you're not racing, I can ask you this this weekend. But let's do some predictions. Winner of the women's race. Honestly, I've been trying to think this myself because I, I obviously remember a few years ago when I named Amory for the overall before he was even a name and, and that happened. But I haven't got such a certain feeling on anybody this week. Um, I'm personally going to put my money on Rachel for the women. Um, the men's is a more difficult one because they're, like like there used to be, there's not just five who can do it in my opinion anymore. I think there's at least 10 who could do it. Um, but I'm definitely going to back the Brits. I think... Uh, Charlie, Jordan, um, maybe even Walker. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot who could do it, but of course I'm gonna I'm gonna throw those British names in there for now. So uh, it seems to be quite a bit of support for Danny. I picked Danny, and then when I was walking around yesterday, Reese picked Danny, and uh, Dan Bladen also said Danny. Yeah, that's uh, kind of makes sense. He's coming back to form. Uh, watching his run at Valdesar, I think it was, felt like we saw old Danny again, which was amazing, like really pushing on and uh, getting everything he can out of his run. And so, yeah, if, if we see that Danny this weekend, I think for sure he could be one of the ones um, to be up there. So, yeah, that's what makes this race so exciting. I honestly don't know. I could throw 10 names and have a like a good faith that they could actually win. So, yeah, and you've got Chuck Dakota in there as well. Um, my name's been working through some stuff and I think he's coming to a really good place now so if we can get right behind him I think he also has a chance he's amazing at carrying speed um, and down a track like this I think this is going to be one of the key elements to um, a gold medal so yeah it's an exciting race for everybody I can't wait his run here last year was, was sensational yeah yeah exactly so he's shown form last year I was afraid he um, he binned it in the last section <laughs> but uh, hopefully he's learned from that and we can yeah um, see something to the bottom this year and what's the rest of the season look like for you uh, it's pretty hectic we've got like another week or so at home a uh, week and a half two weeks before the next block of World Cups kick off so um, yeah I'll make the most of that time uh, in Wales and then yeah back to back World Cups I think it's three European World Cups so back there with the team racing and then um, over to the US for for the World Cup uh, in their snowshoe and Monster in Canada so pretty much just hectic racing like until October cool well best of luck for it enjoy it and uh, yeah we'll catch up at the end of the season thank you very much enjoy the week and uh, uh, let's see whose predictions come true so I'm now with Grant um, in the Schwalbe tent and um, 
obviously sponsors of the podcast and purveyors of the best downhill tires. Tell me what you think people are going to be running this weekend. I think a lot of people are excited about the new Tacky Chan. It's been on the, the World Cup circuit for a little while now. Um, most people are running Magic Mary at the front still, especially at Fort William uh, with Tacky Chan on the back. Ultra soft front and rear in most cases as well. Cool. And did, was that the tyre Amory was on last year? Yeah, he was a kind of test pilot originally for it and he's got a main, main test pilot developing the tyre as well with the Common Soul Muckoff team. And t- I believe it came about from them cutting Big Betty's or something like that? Yeah, kind of taking like the corner almost off a of Big Betty, getting that distinctive shape that the Tacky Chan has. And the Tacky Chan, you can, I mean, everyone compares them with the Magic Mary. It's a little bit more exposed in its tread pattern and a fair bit lighter actually with it because there's a lot less rubber to it, tread pattern wise anyway. So yeah, it's a kind of, like you say, they kind of trimmed off the corner nobbles. Uh, not entirely, but just the corner of the of the side nobbles is how they kind of develop the shape of it, yeah. Cool. And so Magic Mary's still up front, still the number one choice? Yeah, I think it's old faithful here. You can't really go wrong with Mary up front. So, yeah, I think that's the choice for most people. Cool. And uh, have we seen many riders using Dan's this season yet? Not yet. I don't think it's been that grotty just yet. But, you know, it's Fort William. You never know through the wood section. Uh, I think there's a new, they just, it's all new up there at the moment as well. So until those lines are kind of really bedded in, I think it could be an opportunity for some Dans. We've always got them on hand just in case. So you never know. Maybe some trim Dans. But obviously, when people trim them, they get a bit firmer and they get a bit faster with those as well. So yeah, it might be interesting to see what happens. But I think. Mary and Taki Chan's going to be the combo this weekend. So my boys um, at National Champs a couple of weeks ago were all running cut dance, I think, and right. brought home two jerseys. So obviously a great tyre for Bella. Um, maybe not so much up here. Right. Thank you very much. Cheers. Nice to see you. And you. I'm now with uh, the Czech Republic's finest, Monica Mixova. How are we doing? I hope you're all right. <laughs> I'm all right. Just done two laps. Yeah. I'm going really slow. Just ideal for the first and the second lap, so yeah. spot on. So you were going to be our other um, other rider, weren't you? The privateer life. Um, and then tell us about what's happened this season. I had a great pre-season, so <laughs> at Christmas. And then I went on a bike like twice. I went to Portugal with Jack Redding and, uh, for a training camp. Binned it on that Portuguese cup, so that was in February. Broke my right collarbone. I was like, right, that's fine, it's Feb, so I'm going to get back for the racing. Got back, then loads of physio. First race back, Fort William Nationals. Binned it in seeding, broke the left collarbone. <laughs> and now I'm back. And first race, basically, of the season is World Champs Fort William. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many days have you had on a bike since you've been back? Well, I've done three weekends before this. So, that's 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 three weekends in it yeah. and then probably 10 days maybe overall or something before yeah. so well i'm working full time anyway normally so that's more than ever <laughs> so tell me a bit about your job because last year you you gave up what to some people would be the dream job so you could go and race bikes tell us about what you were doing so last year i was working for bmw world superbike team and i was responsible for all the spare parts for the superbikes so i was traveling to europe like 10 times over the summer or actually through the whole year so I went to Europe like 10 times um, with the team did not have any time to ride my bike (laughs) at all and then in between the job I sort of did 
randomly World Cup in Fordham. I went back to work and then I got a phone call from the Czech Federation two weeks before the World Champs in Lager that I've been selected. So I just organized some time off from work and went and raced World Champs. And so I realized that I've basically forgot how to ride a bike pretty much because <laughs> I was just working. And it was a main job. You're traveling a lot. And it's it's cool, obviously, super bikes in it, but um, it's not good for anyone who has any hobbies or wants to race a bike or wants to see their partner or a dog or anything. I think it's quite difficult for anyone. Like who, I don't know the people. I think the people who do that job is they, they just they just do work. Yeah. It's it's a, it's like a vocation, isn't it? That kind of work. Yeah. I think it's just a weird uh, bunch of people who traveling <laughs> around the world with super bikes, and it's the same for. For you know, Formula One or all these weird—they say that with our World Cup, really. Yeah. But it's just more full on. There's there's loads of testing. You're traveling a lot, and and like so. I've been when I was away, like one week in Spain, I would work like seven days non-stop, sleep like five hours or less, yeah. been in the garage all all week, and came came home. You know, it takes you three days to recover, and then you go for an easy spin on an Eurobike, and then you're pretty much off again. So, yeah, not ideal. Not for you, but um, you've got all the telemetry on uh, on on the Santa Cruz V10. What's the hopes for this weekend? So I would like to cross the finish line in one piece. That's goal number one. Yeah. And two, have fun really, because I can only do my best really. Like with with all what happened last like this year, I can just do my best really. That that's all I want to do. As far as I'm just happy with my run and I do everything I wanted to do. Let's say like take off all the features, whatever. I'll be happy. <laughs> As always. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, look, are you going to do some World Cups after this? Yeah, well, finally, would like to do some World Cups, so I would like to do the last three in Europe. I don't think I'll have any, enough money to do the US and Canada one. Um, yeah, I wanted to do all of them. That was the idea. <laughs> I'm going to do a few World Cups and then this, and then more World Cups, but yeah, hopefully out of injuries now. Yeah, hopefully that's the end of it. And we will catch up with you on the podcast at the end of the season. So best of luck for this weekend and best of luck for the rest of the season. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, last interview before lunch, I think. We'll have a chat with Wim Masters. How are we doing? Not too bad. We're just uh, recovering from the ride up, but we're doing good. Um, on the side of the course this week, so kind of enjoying that. Different role. Yeah. Tell us a bit about this ride up, because you rode up from Edinburgh all the way here. Yeah, um, I started only at 1.30 in the afternoon on Monday at Edinburgh Airport and uh, it was pretty wet and then I got about eight hours of riding so yeah, got to Tindrum, 160k and then yeah, knocked out the next 80 on the West Island Way the next morning. Could we say use the term gross underestimation? Yeah, it wasn't too bad, <laughs> eh? And you, you were at this uh, the launch of the local pump track yesterday? Yeah, had to uh, yeah pedal to the local pump track, check it out, because uh, they just opened it up. It's good, good track, the uh, Fort William Bike Park, so um, next to the high school, bloody good. Cool. And uh, we're in the GT pits. Who, who are you helping out? Uh, well, Jess has been injured at Hardline, so they're unfortunate for her, but we've got uh, Roger. He's working with her mechanic, Snowy, now, so... Um, Roger's come back in, yep. bit more help again for Roger, so he's lucky with that one, I think. He's like got a pro ride without a contract, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a fill-in rider, <laughs> so he's like motocross, yep. he just comes in when there's an injury, yeah, he's uh, yeah the mountain bike fill-in rider. And then um, this week on the Privateer Project, we've got Danny Castellanos from Spain, yep. 
So he's a Spanish junior, and um, he's riding the full bike. Yeah. So we've got Rich on his bike, and uh, yeah, he's been keeping busy. Yeah. Cool. And have you been? Have you been down the track yet? Have you done a walk? Yeah, done a walk. They definitely um, smoothed it out. It didn't look like the Fort William of old, but it probably still will on Saturday. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And um, give us a pick for a, a pick for a medal this weekend, and, and rather than an obvious one. Oh, a pick for a medal that's not obvious. Four. We have to pick someone pretty. Every all the obvious ones are, are pretty easy, so we have to go with someone. You can give us an obvious one if you want. Nah, it's better to go for a dark horse. Yeah. Who would be a dark horse at Fort William? Um. Do you know who I've who, who Reese said yesterday? Who? Hattie Harden. Oh, it's a good. Good pick, I like it. Yeah, yeah. she she is good, yeah. and it's a long physical track. Yeah, so that's a good pick, Reese. Yeah, but I I don't want to do the same. No, so we have to go someone like outsider and elite men. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rich Simpson's just shouting over Roger Vieira there. It'd be a good day if Roger Vieira was on the podium, but. We have to go with Tohoda Ariki. Good shout. Yeah. Good shout. Excellent. He's, he's on form and he's the king of crankworks. And yeah. he likes pumping. Yeah. So he's a bit of a BMX kid. Cool. Yeah. And you'll be back front door, do you reckon? Yeah, hopefully back there. So I'll try to get some downhill in next week and see how we go. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Have a fun rest of the season. Cheers, mate. Thank you. That's it for this section of the podcast. We'll be back after these messages. Bonus interview. Bonus here. Um, haven't left the GT pits, but um, just been introduced to Ryan Pinkerton, one of the fastest junior men at the minute. How's it going? Good. Uh, track's really fun, so it's definitely going good. So you are probably the wild man of the junior category. Is that fair? Yeah, I'd say I like to go really fast in practice, but it's, it's controlled. Yeah. And um, your training, tell us a bit about your training, because I think Lopes is training you. Yeah, back home, I uh, train with Brian Lopes for uh, like fitness training, and then I also have a gym trainer, Joe Cancellari, for just like weights and stuff. But um, yeah, it's definitely a good training program. Yeah. And um, you're on GT. Tell us a bit about your hopes and dreams for this weekend. Well, I really want to be world champion. It's like one of the things I've been training hard for, so I really want to be world champion. Have you been here before? Uh, yes, I was here last year. And I qualified fourth, but then got a flat in the race. But I definitely love this track. Yeah. And do you prefer it now or do you prefer it how it was last year? It's more fun now, but I prefer how it was last year just because I'm better on longer and rougher tracks. Yeah. So it definitely suits me better. And I guess with that, if you've got that strong physique, that strong physical training, it gives you a bit more of an advantage on a rougher track? For sure. Like Battlesoul, it showed with the crash and got second. So... But I still like this track. It's still rough, so you definitely need the fitness. That was a hell of a run, that Valdis Hall run. To come to, we, I think we said on the podcast, now, in any category, you don't crash and get on the podium, but you did. Yeah, I was surprised. Like After I crashed, I didn't even think I could get a podium. I just kind of rode as fast as I can, and I came across the finish line. I was in first. So I was like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. So you would have won that race by... I, I looked, actually. You were down for about four seconds or something like that? Yeah, yeah something around that, but I think I would have won probably around five seconds, but... Yeah still second so it's sick yeah and um not a huge usa contingent here this weekend who else is a strong bet from the usa 
Uh, my friend Evan Metcalf, he can do really good if he rides. Like, I know how he rides, so he can definitely do good. Yeah. And uh, you've got S of the Met coming up next year, I think. Have you, have you raced against him at all? Yes, he is very fast. <laughs> very fast. Yeah. And uh, in the elite categories, who's the best bet? Dakota? Dakota or Luca? Two oh, yeah. very strong ones, but I'll probably... I want to say Luca. He came yeah. off of winning nationals, so he's definitely got some momentum going his way. Yeah, and I think he won seeding here once. Luke. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good bet. Right, well, have a good run. Thank you. You got qualifying this afternoon? Uh, yeah, uh, I think five, a little after five, so yeah. should be fun. And let I, just one last question: How are you going to approach that? Because you're you're not a, you're not going to struggle to qualify. You know, are you going to try and set a time that you know to try and put a marker down, or are you just going to not take any risk, cruising, and, and leave it all on the line tomorrow? Well, I think 60 qualifier, but I don't think there's actually a 60 rider. So I think I'm just going to like try and ride like I would at home, which I should normally do. But I think it will be like release some of the pressure. So I think I'll be able to ride better. Cool. Have a good one. Thank you. Hi there, it's Jordan Williams from Specialized Gravity. We've just had a mega week and ride some Spain. And our top group was here. We had Charlie Atten and Joe Breeden, so we had we had some tough competition, but yeah, awesome tracks, awesome uplift. There was some amazing views, and for sure the bike took a beating. So if you come along, make sure you bring your spares. But yeah, awesome week, awesome group of people. Andy's an amazing guy, and all the other people that are there helping out. Just I couldn't ask much more, really. Uh, good laugh and. There's a pool there to jump in after a good day's riding. It's pretty cold, so good recovery. And yeah, there's some nice places to eat, so get yourself along because it's, it's a good laugh and good fun. Cheers. If you're enjoying the Making Up the Numbers podcast, hit subscribe now so you don't miss an episode and drop us a review whenever it's convenient. For additional content, follow us on Instagram at Making Up the Numbers Racing. Choose single track. Choose print. Choose digital. Choose an independent mountain bike magazine. Choose mountain bike culture. Choose adventure and mishap. Choose great stories and glorious photography. Choose ad free access to our website. Choose time out with a mug of tea. Choose an annual subscription. Choose a monthly subscription. Choose discounts in our shop on a range of ethical products. Choose bobble hats. Choose hip flasks. Choose gift subscriptions for your friends. Choose single track salvation for your arse. Choose a username. Choose a community. Choose to support independent publishing. Choose your future and our future. Choose single track. Had a spot of lunch. First person I've come to see after lunch, because uh, women's practice, elite women and junior practice is now finished, is Camille Balanche. Camille, how was it? It was good. It was very good. Yeah. Um, do you prefer it all smoothed out? Uh, honestly, yeah. It's. Uh, I thought first when I walked it that it was too, like, back park. I was like, eh. But when I wrote it, it felt... It felt like Paul William, to be fair. Like it's still rough, it's still long, it's still physical. So yeah, I like it. I feel like it's safer. Excellent. And uh, obviously, you have only come here for one reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, for sure. And um, 
If you only had to pick one rider, who's your biggest threat this weekend? Well, honestly, uh, so I would have to say Rachel and then Nina, but apparently they are both out. Or like uh, Rachel for sure and Nina maybe. So then uh, it will be Valley. So yeah, it's super weird. So I saw Nina all kitted up. I thought I saw Nina all kitted up. Yeah, yeah. just apparently I think last uh, training run she was uh, with a mechanic walking next to the track like pretty beat up. But I don't, I, I don't have like a lot of information. I guess we'll see tomorrow in in quali. But uh, I think yeah, Rachel is out for sure. So you are leading the the overall so far this season. Is it three three second places? Yes, three second places. <laughs> and and I, I asked a silly question, apparently. That's what you determined it, that if I said you could take the overall, but you wouldn't win any of the races, would you take that? And you said that was a silly question. If I offered it to you now, would you take it? Yeah, I mean, it's too early to say. It's only been three races anyway. And I mean, I don't like my goal is to win. Obviously, I gave my everything. And if I will win the overall without winning, then yeah, for sure I'll take it. But I mean, it's not why I'm going for. Like, I just try to win and I felt way better to have a win. But yeah, we'll see. So you were the 2020 world champion? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 2020 Leo game. And um, does this race mean a little bit more to you than the others? Um, depend on the year to be, to be honest, like last year I was injured at all. So I was just like going down and I didn't like, I knew I had no chance. And the year before I wasn't also like in the mood, like I'm going to like, uh, win it. I was more in the mood, like, yeah, have a good season, just do another good result, like be consistent, but definitely this year, like I'm in the mood of, uh, I want to win probably also because I haven't win the world cup yet. So I'm like, fuck, I want that win now. And I've been prepping for that race specifically. And we had a good time off at home also to do some specific training for that track. So I really hope it's going to pay off, but then I guess we will see. Yeah, I was chatting to Jordan Williams yesterday and he said like he's he's hungry for it and he just it's not something you can really control, but you know, he he won in Lenzer High and then he's got Leo Gang and Valdisol and it just you can't perhaps you can't do that level of focus of I'm gonna win this thing at every single race. You think that's fair? Yeah, I don't know, like I try I mean Let's say World Cup is a bit different because you're, you're also playing the long game, or at least I am. And so I want to try to win, but obviously do a good safe run as well and be sure I make it to the bottom. And here it's a bit less that important because you don't lose points or whatever. Like So it's more either you make it to the bottom first or you don't make it to the bottom. It doesn't really like it matter less for sure. So you can take a bit more risk. And tell us a little bit about the bike, the paint job. Ah, oh, I love it. Uh, I was like, this year I was like, yeah, I'm going to do something like just super like s- simple, let's say like, yeah, but I'm so stoked. Like it's just, it's quite simple, like all black pretty much with a bit of chrome red, but uh, I love it so much. It's just like, yeah, it just, I don't know, <laughs> looks yeah. sick. And you, um, you're wearing a Swiss cycling tracksuit top at the moment. How, I, I know those guys are over the other side of, of the car park here. How much involvement have you had with Swiss cycling? Um, let's say the only involvement is for World Champ. Um, that like I, I, I have to travel with them, stay with them. But obviously during the day I can be with my team because I have my mechanic and the staff. So what I used to and then in the night I go back with them and eat with them and sleep with them. 
So for us, it's just for World Champ. Uh, they pay everything, which is sick. And it's a bit different than the cross country where they, are, they also do training camp and like technical champ and they have like technical trainer and everything that like, we don't have all that. But yeah, it's for World Champ. And then it's, it's cool too. Like it's just different, like other kids and all the staff and just, yeah, other organization. And so you've had done, was it a three-hour session this morning? Do you feel ready for seeding tomorrow? I know you've got a bit more practice. Yeah, yeah I did four runs. I didn't know, like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do before f- between four or, four or five runs. And after four, like, people were starting to get injured and injured. I had so many red flags. I was like, yeah, it's just, I, I, I hit all the line I wanted to. I did all the jump. I did everything. And I was like, yeah, just, I think it's enough. And I, I wanted to uh, save my energy and I can still go a bit fast tomorrow and I think we have enough uh, enough time. And did you get a clean run in? Have you done a time? I did. Uh, I haven't checked yet. Um, I did a kind of a full run. I stopped and then went back up so I have I have like the time of the full run but I haven't looked at it yet. Okay. Well look, I'll leave it there. Best of luck for Saturday. It would be really nice if you win because the next podcast, the, the atmosphere will be uh, a, li- <laughs> a little bit nicer, shall we say? Yeah, no, but I mean, we're, we all know uh, everything can happen, but for sure I'm going to go for it and then uh, we'll see what happens. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So now in the Canyon Collective Follow My Dream Pits with Tani Seagrave and Phoebe Gale. Double trouble. Yeah. Move over here where Tony is. Um, tell us a bit about the track this morning, then, Phoebe. Oh, it was really good, really fun. It's pretty slippery this morning. Uh, first couple of laps, I was a bit surprised by how slippery it was. I think it rained quite a lot overnight, so uh, yeah, take top corners and uh, some of the rocks were slick, I guess. But yeah, got pretty good at the end of the day. I was enjoying it. Been a good day out, yeah. Any holes developing? For sure, yeah. The normal Fort William holes. There's a couple coming off uh, at the top. A couple of slabs, but uh, that's good. I'm enjoying it. Cool. And Tony, how are you getting on? Uh, yeah, just seasoned back into it. I haven't been, I haven't raced here since 2018, so it feels like a big break. And to be honest, it was quite hard to find all the lines again because yeah. the new stuff kind of breaks up the momentum. We used to have like a good flow down there. It was a bit slower, whereas now everything's way faster and then you've got like the slippy berm, so you've got like brake check quite a lot and it's just finding that flow again. Um, you, how can I put this? Have you seen that a couple of your competitors might not be re- lining up on Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I did see that. Have you been taking it easy today? I can see how it's happened because like, I went a bit too hot into my first lap thinking it was same old Fort William. But I don't know, body was a bit cold, bite was a bit cold and like it's a bit gravelly up top, a bit slick. So I think once I hit the first few corners, I was like, okay, let's just calm it down a bit and we'll take it run by run. But yeah, in the beginning, I remember coming down for my second run and I was like, how is there not more red flags or something? Because I was like, is everyone just fine because i was struggling and i like a lot a lot of near near death moments so yeah yeah. phoebe amazing start to the season first podium um does that change the aspirations for the rest of the season now no i don't think so i think we're still 
still learning so much. Um, I saw only made one finals as well, so in a way, we're like got a lot more to go, more consistency and stuff to build on. But um, nah, I'm just loving it. And it must have given you some confidence that. Yeah, for sure. It's just nice to to know if we're on a good one, then we're up there, which is nice to know. But uh, yeah, kind of get that a bit more consistent and pretty nice. So on the way up here, I was thinking um, about our race kit for my team for next season. I was thinking I might do the copy tawny and do the, <laughs> the, the pink and orange, the tequila sunrise. And then I was like, it's not look really good if you had some pink lowers on your forks. That'd look, <laughs> and maybe did the back half of the bike orange. That'd be cool. I could do the whole bike, a custom paint job. I turn up here and who's got pink lowers? <laughs> Whose idea was that? That uh, was Tony's idea, actually. I, w- I wasn't sure I was allowed them. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, because we were all meant to have the same bike. Um, all the Canyon athletes are up in that yellow strip with the tartan in. Yeah. And I, s- I said to Dad that yellow wasn't my colour and I just said it in passing and then, yeah, he, he went and did what he does best and uh, negotiated. <laughs> There's ways of saying yellow isn't my colour though, isn't there? As in, like... <laughs> I don't think those were my exact words. I'm being a bit nice just <laughs> to make me look polite. but. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So um, you're coming into this, I guess the pressure's, pressure's off? Yeah, I mean, like... I work better with pressure. I always have done. I love the pressure, but I just don't have any because I'm not in a position where, you know, I could go out and I'm not a favourite to win. I get that, but I still want to do really well and I'm still building and, you know, I'm still going to aim for what I've always aimed for and that's the top spot. So I'm not going to come to Worlds and, and want anything less than that. I'll be happy with anything less than that. I don't mind. But, yeah, the... I'm still aiming for, for the top and whether that happens now or in future, it does, I don't really mind. I'm, I enjoy the process so much. So, yeah. I I was walking around yesterday, I was chatting to somebody yesterday and I was like, I mean, the six, in my head, there were six women who could win it. So you've got your top two, Valley, and in the overall at the minute, Valley and Cammy. Then you've got um, Nina, who's won here the last few times, possibly Marine as well. She's just strong she she could do well here and then like the two kind of not uh, how can i say it uh, wild cards which is yourself and rachel i think i think you've got a good chance thank you thank you i I would say i wouldn't put rachel down as a wild card i really think she's been working hard for here and she would have been my my pick my first pick for a top spot her and nina um but obviously you can't ever count count cami and valley out so yeah it's nice to have know that there's more than just one winner that we've had in the past and um it's exciting because you don't know and like we we can't see anyone on track because you know the runs are so long and there's so little of us so yeah i don't know I, but rachel would have been my my top pick okay and um so where are you in the rankings because i presume the seeding doesn't matter and you yeah. you go off your world rankings so you could be down on like in the hot seat for quite a while yeah i'm ranked like 20 in the world so obviously i've got some catching up to do on the old uh, uci points but i don't know yeah i really don't i didn't think about that actually and now i'm a bit worried <laughs> yeah because you could you could catch riders here yeah that could be a possibility but i mean i think everyone's 
pretty nice and you know if you if I heard someone coming behind me I'd, I'd put out the way and I'm pretty sure everyone would do the same I don't know what our gaps are it's a pretty long track so you know or maybe everyone's going to be pinned and I won't have that problem <laughs> maybe I'm getting too, too ahead of myself <laughs> and I'll be fine and that's exactly where I belong <laughs> what what number ranking are you yeah number 14 14 all right so yeah you could you could come down and do okay tomorrow as well 14 in the world that's all right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, have have a good weekend. Enjoy Saturday, and uh, hopefully, you, at least one of you is going to bring us home a medal. Yeah, fucking hope so. Couple of medals. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Gracie Hemstreet. How are we getting on? Yeah, it's awesome. The track is insane. I love it. It's great. Cool. Um, you've been here before. Yeah. Do you prefer it smoothed out, or did you prefer it when it was rough? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't gotten hand pumped yet. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, the smoothing out was great. <laughs> Appreciate it. And have you done a full run? No, I stopped at least once every time today, but yeah, tomorrow's the day. And um, at least one of your competitors is out. Rachel? Who? Rachel's, Rachel's out, and uh, Cammy thought Nina might be out as well. Yeah, Cammy, Nina, Isabella, unfortunately, and... Yeah, there's a few of them. Have you had a strategy to not go so hard so fast? Well, it's my first day on the bike today in two weeks. It's from my crash. But, uh, yeah, I'm taking it easy. (laughs) Going chill. But, yeah, I'll be chill. But, (laughs) yeah, I'm stoked. So we we recorded with you, obviously, a few weeks ago. And it was just before you you were going out to do a Canadian National. Was that right? And you had a big one. Tell us what happened. Yeah, second practice lap of the day. I just, I don't know. It was off the motorway under the trees, and then, yeah, there's big holes like, yeah, developing throughout the day, and then, well, not even. It was second lap, but I don't know. I just hit it weirdly, I guess, and flew over the bars like to my head, and yeah, it was a scary one. Yeah. You're all right now, though. Yeah, yeah. I got cleared to ride now, so yeah. Cool, and um, you were going up that week and to test the new bike. Obviously, you didn't do much riding on it then. Have you done much on it since? Um, well, we tested before Fernie for like a week, so that was nice. But yeah, this is my second time on it, right. <laughs> so yeah, pretty fresh. And how are you finding it? Oh, it's insane! Like on my old bike, yeah, it was an enduro bike. It was a trail bike, so yeah, it's like a full downhill bike. It's way better. Excellent. Right, well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Um, Hope you have a good one. Yeah, thank you. You too. The Bulldog, Brooke McDonald, just finished practice. How are you getting on? Yeah, good. Uh, Bit different day to previous years. We've uh, we've had a big uh, revamp on the on the Fort Bill track. So, yeah, it uh, it was it was it was a fun day. Um, I was just saying before, it feels like uh, the first time I actually come to Fort William and, and raced, uh, feels like that today. So, um, yeah, no, it's been a good day and, and, um, yeah, looking forward to tomorrow. And that first time you came, how did you get on here? I qualified. So that, that was a, that was a big achievement. Um, I definitely wasn't, uh, wasn't in any physical shape. Uh, all the fitness was there to, to, to try and, uh, put a full run down but you know i had to make make myself do that but now uh now it's a bit easier um you know are you a fan of the changes or would do you wish it was still as rough as it 
it used to be? No, I'm definitely a fan of the changes because, I mean, a lot of the top stuff, the, there weren't even berms there. So to, to try and hold speed was, was super hard. And um, I feel now it's, it's uh, yeah, it's e- not easier, but it's it's much nicer to be able to, to, to hit corners and feel like you've got something there to support you. So, um, yeah, I think they've done a great job. Um, yeah, it's probably about time that for William had a revamp. It's been like, I don't know, what, 25 years that we've been coming here and they only kind of just uh, put some gravel here and there. So, tickle yeah, it's it. quite Tickle nice. it once a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, so I've been in your pits today. I've had a chat with Jake. I've had a chat with Ellie and Nora. Uh, they've given me a rundown on the bike. How are you getting on with it? Yeah, good. Um, really happy with the bike. We haven't had a whole heap of time on it, which, um, which kind of puts us – back a lot um considering you know everyone had a had a full off season testing whereas we probably only had like we've probably only had like maybe f- 14 days on at max um so yeah it hasn't hasn't been a hell of a lot but um for from what we've learned and and what jake and monjaco done to the bike it's uh Definitely a big, big step in the right direction, um, and yeah, we just we just really need more time on it just to be able to, you know, play around and and change some things and try some different stuff. Um, yeah, to get to find you know something that we're we're comfortable with. But yeah, I think we're we're in a pretty good place with the new bike. Cool. And um, what's your aspirations for the weekend? Well. I mean, it's, you you always want to want to come out on top. Um, I mean, world champion would would be amazing. Um, but yeah, we, we'll see how we'll see how the weekend plays out. Um, I'm kind of just I don't have any goals. I kind of just want to kind of let everything kind of fall into place and falls into place. Hopefully, a good result comes. Um, if not. It is what it is, but yeah, I, I definitely uh, have done good, good, good in the past in Fort Williams. So it'd be nice to to uh, do that again. I feel like I've had more bad results here than good results, but the good results that I had have been really good. Um, so hopefully, uh, the bill can treat me treat me well this year. I think you could put on like one hand the number of riders who who've had good results here, it's like Amory, Greg, Rachel. It's like you think there's not that been that many different winners in the recent times. Nah, and I feel like I just feel like Fort Williams one of those tracks that's real hard, and and there's always you know either a section in the woods that is super difficult that can ruin your race run. Um, and I feel like that's what I've had. I don't know. I feel like my last good result here was probably like five or six years ago, maybe longer. And I've kind of just had like average results and um i feel like that's due to like kind of mistakes or or mechanicals um and mistakes in like critical places um i feel like previous there's been like sections where the race has been won or lost um but yeah um yeah hopefully hopefully it treats me well this year excellent well have a good weekend cheers fastest man ever down fort william laurie greenland how we doing yeah, pretty good actually. Had a pretty chill day. Four runs, felt good on each four uh, runs in most sections, and just kept it pretty, uh, pretty chill for today. 
So changed it quite a bit since the National. Quite a lot of work done, but still the same track. Yeah. You a fan? Yeah, I'm quite a fan. It's always nice to have something a little different. I've been riding here since I was 12, and I've come here over 20 times. So it's uh, yeah, it's always nice to have a no- nice Birmingham place. But it's going to mean it's harder to separate people, I think. But uh, I mean, you just got to find the flow and with whatever they put in front of you. It doesn't really matter what I like. I just got to get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, how would you describe your season so far? Uh, some of it's been great. Some of it's been tragic. Just uh, had a couple real big crashes out of nowhere this year. So just a bit excited. I'm keen for it, pushing on, pushing the pace. And it, it sometimes goes your way. It sometimes doesn't. So, yeah, there you are. Only here for one thing this weekend? Yeah, exactly. One thing only. <laughs> and how are the rest of the team getting on? Nina had quite a big crash today. Jackson's not made it. He's still recovering from his appendix surgery. And uh, Greg seemed to be going pretty good. But uh, I think Nina's going to be back on the horse for tomorrow. But uh, yeah, everyone's going all right. Cool. And tell us a bit about the bike, the custom paint job on that. Yeah, GBR Colours, man. It's nice. Got to represent GB Colours in the UK. It's not, 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 I think it's probably a once in a career chance to kind of rep gb in gb so it's uh now we've gone all out and with these paint jobs they look um it looks like it's near nearing production now i mean the bike as far as we're concerned is finished we we've been um riding the same links now for months so yeah it's we got to a happy little stage a happy little medium and yeah i don't know i think you got to get through a full race season before you can finalise something completely, ride all the different terrain. But so far, we've had quite a lot of different terrain and we've all settled on a similar link, especially me, me, Nina and Jackson are all on pretty much precisely the same bike, which is pretty interesting. We've all um, kind of we've, we've got to that point through doing our own thing as well. So we've all, we've all settled on a middle ground we're all happy with and I think it's good to go. The bike's sick. Excellent. And um, strategy for the rest of the weekend? Uh, just deal with whatever's in front of me, I think. If I've got to go up for a race run, I'll do a race run. If I've got to go to sleep, I'll go to sleep. If I've got to eat, I'll eat. I'm just uh, dealing with whatever, yeah, whatever is in front of me, trying to uh, pretty, well, just be pretty relaxed about it all, I think. Cool. So you've been junior world champion? Yeah. How much more would this one mean? I. There's nothing better than the rainbow stripes and what we do. It's a pretty pre- prestigious garment to own. So, yeah, it'd be nice to own a junior one and, a, and an elite one, but it will happen. <laughs> one day we'll make it happen. I think you've got the right approach. So best of luck for Saturday. And, uh, yeah, be cheering you on. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. We are recording. Mr. Consistent, <laughs> Finn Isles, how are we doing? Yeah, good, man. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. Season's going well. How long is it since you weren't on a World Cup podium? Uh, I think it's been last year in Snowshoe, but I think it's like seven of nine races I've been on the podium. Seven of the last nine. So I've been pretty consistent the last, I don't know, year or so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, how do you go here? We'll see. I think I got to stop being consistent and kind of risk it a little bit more for this one, which is a funny feeling, but I think that Worlds kind of brings that out of you where you're riding a little bit outside of yourself. And I think that I've already felt that in practice this morning where I was like, oh, I'm going fast. Like there's a lot of sections where I was like, I was really moving. But I think that going into Saturday, it's just building throughout the weekend so that you're not peaking too early. And then come race run, it's kind of like hellbent for leather and just uh, 
try and make it happen. Fun of the changes to the truck? Yeah, I'm a super big fan. The last time I was here was 2019. So the difference between now or then and now is pretty crazy. So I think that it's definitely made a huge difference in the way that the track flows as well as like the way that the track feels. And it's just made it a whole a whole lot better. And yeah, stoked. And where are you sitting in the overall now? Uh, right now I'm number two. Yeah, I'm 12 points off first. It's close. Yeah. yeah. So on our podcast, Jack said a few weeks ago that he doesn't think that one rider is going to win more than he doesn't think there'll be a, a person who wins two races yeah. he thinks he's going to be a different winner at every round and that you, i think he might have said that you he thinks you'll take the overall really yeah interesting do you think that might happen i would like to think that might happen that would be pretty cool i feel like my consistency in the first three races have, has like been a really good sign for me i think just continuing on the same path and sort of building towards the end of the season because we have only done three and we have five left so i think that this next block of three in a row andorra france and france is going to be really important to just be taking care of yourself being prepared for every race run and just making sure that you're getting as much recovery and stuff so that every race run is your best run and i think that going into those i'm gonna be focused on trying to just get a little bit faster because right now i'm not really happy with coming fifth fourth second you know i definitely want that feeling of the win after last year i'm like kind of been chasing that so i think that at the end of the season here it's definitely gonna be a little bit higher pace and i'm just gonna be going for a little bit more of a consistent take to the races but also a little bit more intensity so that i can try and get that win and i mean i don't know if there's going to be more than a person that wins more than one race but the person that does will win the overall and uh <laughs> we spoke with Jordan Williams yesterday. Um, have, what's, it been, what's it been like having Jordan on the team this season? It's been really good. Yeah, Jordan's awesome. He's like, I don't know, I didn't really know much about him coming when he was coming onto the team. I just knew that last year he was competing a lot with Jackson. So I think there was like, it was funny because I knew Jackson growing up and then I didn't really know Jordan at all. And now he's on the team and like, it's been awesome. He's a really good kid and like, him being really fast is good for me. It's good for Loic because it kind of pushes us to be faster and faster. And I think that having another English speaker kind of adds a new dynamic. And I think that it also just creates a little bit more team camaraderie because we're all sharing lines. We're talking about stuff on track walk. Jordan and I basically shared all of our lines together. We rode together. And I think that it's a cool thing in our sport where it's like with there's teams, but you're individual. So you kind of benefit from all of it, but then you just have to do it yourself. So it's, it's been awesome. And last question, tell me a bit about the bike. The bike is really good. Actually, This we've been working on it now. It's been over a year now since I got on it. And I haven't been here yet, so it's been interesting trying to figure it out. And this morning, I was actually kind of struggling with some of the settings because Kevin and I were working, trying to work through some stuff. But I think that we found a really good base setting moving into faster runs and the bike itself is quite a bit stiffer than the old one and i'm quite heavy so i think that that suits the way that i ride and going into these faster runs i think the bike is really good at accelerating down the hill on a track like this you need it so i think we're in a really good spot with the bike and uh, i'm in a really good spot myself so hopefully comes uh, come saturday i can uh, get the stripes excellent well have a good run on saturday thank you so much appreciate it wrapping up the podcast last interview is uh, with Simon Burney from ESO Sports and former mountain bike coordinator for the UCI. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I've had a few hats at the UCI. I was coordinator for off-road, so I was kind of managing the uh, off-road department, which included mountain bike at the time. Yeah, cool. And so you're tell, you're, you're working as a consultant now for UCI. Tell us a bit about what you're what you're doing here this weekend. 
Uh, I just kind of lead the uh, lead the UCI team that are on site, really. So mainly from the sports side, but it's uh, yeah, it's a big team, especially this year with the, all the different events that are going on around Scotland. So there's a lot of UCI people here. So I'm just kind of responsible for the the team that are at the mountain bike events. Excellent. So you're the head of sport for Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, tell us a bit about how this season's going. It's going well. You know, it was a it was a, a hectic. A hectic few months leading into it and it started a little bit on the back foot uh but it's really we've really moved forward a lot since the um the event started and you know if we look at the last event which is probably the best one to do you know i think we we moved on a lot from uh the start of the season to val de sol which was the last one at uh, the first weekend in july and that was that was really good and it's a bit a really big team and it's a lot of new things for a lot of new people so all the TV team, uh, the majority are kind of seeing mountain bike for the first time and understanding how it works and how to film it and how to get the best product and the best, uh, you know, the best presentation of the sport. So every, every race is a big learning curve for them, but it's gone w- really well. And I think going into the block two, which starts in a couple of weeks in, uh, in Andorra, I think we're in a pretty good place. And I think we just kind of ramp up to the end of the year. We've got a really nice calendar. Uh, been approved this week at the UCI management committee for 2024. Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, it's been, it's been good. Big, big, uh, big challenge, a lot of work, but yeah, really going in the right direction, really positive. Excellent. And this weekend, everything going well so far? Yeah. For the down. So yeah, Fort William right now. Um, all good. Yeah. The junior qualifications just started. So everything's kind of on track. Feedback on the course is great, which is really important. Uh, it's probably f- 10 or 15 seconds quicker than, than it's been before, which is which was the, the goal to try and make it a bit shorter and a bit faster. Um, so, yeah, course is good. They're a little bit late with some of the infrastructure coming in. But, you know, it's one of these things where it always comes together on the day and all works out, you know. So, yeah, all good. The weather's been fairly kind. So, uh, yeah, so far so positive when we've got you know, two more days of, of competition ready, kind of kicking off this afternoon. And when do you think we'll next see World Cup racing at Fort William? Uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard a rumour as well. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can probably substantiate the rumour, but I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll be back. We'll be back. Excellent. Well, um, just a big thank you from me because last Friday I was in Last Chance Saloon. I didn't think I was coming up here this week. And so I dropped you a message and you sorted me out a pass. So thank you ever so much for that. Very much appreciated. You're very welcome. Yeah, nice to see you. And uh, thanks for thanks for the chat. Excellent. And that brings this episode of the podcast to a close. Thanks, as always, to our, the sponsors of the show, Hope Technology, Geotech Suspension, Ride Southern Spain, Revolution Bike Park, Schwoll, and SingletrackWorld.com. Um, I hope... This um, has given you a bit of a flavour for the World Championships up here in Fort William and anyone travelling up, it's got you excited for racing. Um, We'll be back with another episode very soon. This has been the Mammoth Production for Making Up the Numbers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.